and welcome to another exciting episode of Horror for Dummies. We are the podcast that comes to you every week that teaches a thing or two to the dumbest little guy about the genre we love. <laughs> this week's <laughs> this week's lesson is Jennifer Kent Appreciation Week. But before we do anything, my name is Tim, and let me introduce you to the dummy himself. His name is Damaged Daniel Luffy. Oh, fresh hot pants. <laughs> the Horror for Dummies podcast is a weekly show that comes out every uh, Thursday. We can be found on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and anywhere else you can find podcasts. And if you think we deserve it, please, would you give us a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts? Do it, it helps so much with the growth of the show. And if you do it, um, damage Daniel Luffy, he'll give you a reach-around. He'll give you a reach-around. I've seen him do it before. Yeah, I, it's, it's pretty easy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, how are we this week, dude? Yeah, I'm good, man. How are you? I'm well. I'm excited for this episode. I'm really excited for this episode. So excited. So what we're doing here is we are appreciating um, one of the finest directors to come out of Australia, and that is Her Majesty Jennifer Kent. And we are going to be reviewing her two feature films, which are The Babadook from 2014 Mm -hmm. and the newly released uh, Nightingale, which came out late last year, 2019. Yes. Um, but before we before we jump into it, I will warn you that we are going to spoil the Babadook. Yes. And we are going to keep the Nightingale spoiler free and then have a little bit of a spoiler filled discussion afterwards. But we'll let you know. So we'll do it like usual. Yeah. Yeah. Just in case you guys haven't seen it. So. Um, so yeah, um, before we jump into that, I have to apologize to you guys out there. This was meant to be our Fanatic episode where we review the movie The Fanatic. Um, unfortunately, those things things just happen in life and we just couldn't get around to it. But fear not, we are recording that, fingers crossed, hopefully this weekend. So we will get it out to you soon um, because this is an episode that needs to be heard because The Fanatic is a film that... Um, <laughs> it needs to be, needs to really be talked about. Let's just say that. It's a special haircut. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. On top of that, man, we have a busy week here, me and Damage Daniel. Um, oh, so busy. It is. We are, we are finally, we finally teed up our, um, our collaboration with the Friday Nightmares podcast, which will be coming out next week. Uh, we're going to be reviewing the Terminator. Hopefully. The, the original Terminator um, with those guys, which if, if you've heard either our show or Friday Nightmares podcast, you know that there is a big, huge podcast crush on both teams. Um, Heather has a massive crush on you, Daniel. Me? Y- yeah. Well, I've, se- I've seen the messages she's been sending you. I thought they were private. <laughs> I don't mind. Scott's my baby, so... Yeah, you can have Scott. <laughs> I love Scott. Um, but yeah, so we have a lot of work, a lot of stuff to come out very soon. Um, Some stuff to look forward to. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm excited, but... You're like a big man with cleaning products and an Australian t-shirt. 
<laughs> no one's going to get that unless you're from Australia. <laughs> Shut uh, up. Americans love big cap jokes. <laughs> <laughs> he died, didn't he? Yeah, he's so dead. Wait, how did he die? Uh, drinking bleach, I think. No, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Fuck. Was, you, you had me for like a second. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, I'm excited. I'm fucking smashing Windex. <laughs> That's fucked. Um, uh, all right, let's just jump into this episode. Unless you have anything to talk about, anything uh, else? I mean, anything you want to address or say? Um, nah. <laughs> all right, cool. Before we jump into our films, I thought we'd talk about the director at hand here, Jennifer Kent, a little backstory as to who she is and who she was and and all this stuff. Um, Is that all right with you? Mm. Too bad, because I'm doing it anyway. You fuck. (laughs) So, (laughs) So Jennifer Kent, we're talking about Jennifer Kent here. She has directed, obviously, The Babadook. And The Nightingale, along with various other things. But she was born in 1969. 69. (laughs) In Queensland, Australia. Um, She began her career as... Briz Vegas. Yeah, she was born in your favourite part of the world, Queensland. Love Queensland. (laughs) (laughs) She began her career as an actress, appearing in mainly TVs. Fuck me. (laughs) Go on. All Saints? (laughs) <laughs> no, mainly TV TV series such as Murder Call. Oh, you are right, All Saints, <laughs> <laughs> Police Rescue, Above the Law. But she also had a small role in Babe Pig in the City. Fuck yeah! Do you know a funny story about Babe Pig in the City? What I don't do you know mean? any funny stories about Babe Pig in the City. Please tell me one. Uh, actually, it's the first Babe. Anyway, damn my, it! <laughs> you know Magna Zabanski, the the mum in Babe. Yes. Yeah. So my mum told my sister who was probably oh she was in kindergarten um she told her so like that, five or so yeah yeah she said oh that what well, we always used to joke and call my mum Magnus Zabanski I don't know why <laughs> it was just a funny weird joke um cause your mum's so fat well back then she was a bit husky <laughs> I now, can't imagine your mum being fat she's always been so tiny yeah, I know. Now she's fucking skin and bone. Yeah. Um. But yeah, back then she like she wasn't fat, but she had a little meat around the edges. Some cushion for the pushing. Yeah, and it was good pushing. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. That's my mother you're talking about. <laughs> your mother you're talking about. <laughs> um. Anyway, so we told my five-year-old sister that yep. my mum was in Babe. Pig in the city. Um, okay. So my sister went to school and told all of her teachers oh, no. and friends that because they had like this, to make the story worse, they had a big babe poster in the classroom. Like, oh, apparently, oh, oh my mum's in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what my sister sounds like. Exactly, hundred <laughs> percent. So yeah, and my teachers had to like ask my mum, "Was that you, really?" <laughs> Because <laughs> clearly my mum looks like Magnus Zabanski Totally Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, So, so anyway, far from it Back to Jennifer Kent uh, After losing interest in acting Kent was inspired after seeing Dancer in the Dark To pursue a career as a filmmaker She wrote to director Lars von Trier 
asked to study with him, under him, and explaining that she found the idea of film school repellent. In 2002, Von Trier allowed her to assist him as part of a directing achievement on the set of his film Dogville, starring um, Nicole Kidman. Have you seen Dogville? Nah. I've never even heard of it. Neither. Um, <laughs> in 2006, Kemp directed an episode of Two Twisted, an Australian series following the tradition of The Twilight Zone. Yeah, it was a cool little show. Really? I've never even heard of this either. Um, I'm pretty sure it was like... If I could be getting this completely wrong, but um, it was like it was like two short stories, and they'd be connected by something. Oh, that's awesome! Um, oh, so like there'd be that. like a, a little trinket or a person or or something like that that connected the stories, but they were just basically two little short stories that were like kind of weird. Huh, that's cool. I like that. That's a good yeah, idea. Yeah, it was it was alright. Show what was on. Um. Oh, last one. Trace the Antichrist cunt. Okay, never mind. Yeah, he was very artsy with his films. Yep, got it. Um, I'm not a huge fan. I, th- I believe he did The House That Jack Built as well. Uh, I, I see that on Prime and I'm like, should I watch that? Uh, it's like three hours long. Fuck. All right, maybe one day. Yeah. Uh, in 2005, Kent directed her short film Monster, which was screened at over 50 festivals around the world. And I'll be talking about Monster in the Babadook review because okay. that is the basically Babadook is a short movie. Okay, yep. So, yeah. Um, so, that's all about Jennifer Kent. I did get this, though, but she was in talks to direct Wonder Woman from 2017 before, oh. Patty, before Patty Jenkins was hired. Okay. So, that's cool. Yeah. Um, Jennifer Kent, she's done a lot. She hasn't done heaps. If you look on her IMDb, she hasn't done heaps. But what she has done is quality. I'll say Yeah. That. I used to watch this shit out of all sides. <laughs> Really? That, I yeah. don't actually know that. I do believe that. You are weird with your TV shows. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I've been watching like Blue Healers on Prime as well. Oh, man. I couldn't think of anything worse. <laughs> you fucking love Australian TV series. I do because there's like four of them. Four. <laughs> but there's only oh. so many good ones. So the good ones I quite like. Because a lot of it's garbage. Yeah, well, yeah, I think it's all garbage. But hey, to each their own, man. To each their own. Hey, we did we did pretty much all Australia week this week. That's true. We did. We yeah. did indeed. Damn. All right. Well, let's jump in and talk about our first feature, which is the Bubba Duck. Are you ready? Are you ready for this? Um, Duck, 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 and ready. <laughs> feature presentation. And now for our feature presentation. Samuel. I don't want you to die. It isn't real. It isn't real. It's just a book. Where'd you get this? On the shelf. If it's in a word or it's in a look, you can't get rid of the Baba Duck. Baba Duck Duck. It wants to scare you first. Then you'll see it. This monster thing has got to stop. You can't get rid of the Baba Dog. Oh, 
We're talking about The Babadook from 2014. This one comes in at a 6.8 out of 10 on IMDb. And the plot is, a single mother and her child fall into a deep world of paranoia when an eerie children's book titled Mr. Babadook manifests in their home. This stars Essie Davis as Amelia, Noah Wiseman as Samuel, um, Daniel Henshaw as Robbie, Haley Mc... Oh, that's a big name. Haley McHiney. <laughs> I'm, I know something. Maybe? Yeah, something as, as Claire, and that's basically it. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's directed by Jennifer Kent, as we've said many times on this episode, because it's Jennifer Kent Appreciation Week. Yeah. All right. First things first. Mister Damage Daniel. Yes. Have Have you seen this movie before? No, I ain't, like, to be honest, I ain't never even heard of, heard of this Kent. Really? Nope. This Kent. <laughs> you respect her. <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to tell you my first memories of the Bubba Duke, or my first knowledge of this film. I it think was... I'd seen it around, but I hadn't, like, I didn't really take much notice of it, kind of thing. That, that's exactly what happened to me, and mm. you, you would have, especially being where you lived in the city. Yeah. I, at that time, 2014, I was um, doing a delivery dri- truck driving job in Sydney City. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing this poster everywhere and mm. thinking, what the fuck is the Babadook? And not really thinking it's a horror movie because the Babadook doesn't really sound horror, you know? No, it sounds like a Russian period drama or something. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, but the, the cover art looked bit horror-y. Yeah. And it wasn't until one of the guys at work who used to listen to podcasts and is the reason I now do podcasts um, said to me, oh, what do you think about this Babadook movie? And I'm like, yeah, what is that? I've been seeing the posters everywhere. And he told me it's a new horror movie coming out. And I was like, oh, cool. And then it came out and I didn't really see it until like the next following year. Okay. Um, but... We will talk about my thoughts. My first... Okay, no, no, since you've seen it only once, I'll talk about my first thoughts. Yeah. My first thoughts were, I enjoyed it, Mm -hmm. but back then, like, I I didn't have a real concept of of metaphors and filmology meanings and all that stuff back then. So, yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, I know. I'm adding text, Joe. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, I, I never. I, I just saw it as a ghostly creature feature type film. I never thought anything of it, you know? Yeah. So I enjoyed it, but I was confused as to the ending and, and scenes throughout the movie. Um, and it wasn't until uh, listening to podcasts on it where I really understood the film um, more. So now I'm going to jump on to you. Sure. What were your thoughts on the Babadook? <coughs> I thought those were good. <laughs> it's a fucking smashing review. Yeah, I thought it was. Um, I thought it was good. It was um, totally made on a budget for sure. You could tell. Well, this is her first feature film. Yeah, like um, so there are a couple of little cheap things that happened that I was like, okay, but like she made it work. Yeah. Um. I thought it was really scary. It it was 
Um, I don't. I'm trying to think back, but I think it's one of the scariest things I've seen this year. This year, yeah, I think so. So okay, I was I was listening to a lot of reviews um, after watching it the other night um, from when this came out. And a lot of reviewers, and I remember when this did came out, listening to a lot of podcasts, people saying this is the scariest movie ever. And um, I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly, the the writer of The Exorcist, um, um, William Freakson, he said that this is like one of the scariest movies he's ever seen. Yeah, like it plays really well with tension, and it uses the soundtrack gorgeously. Like... It's lack of soundtrack is amazing. Like, yeah. When, when it chooses when to use the musical cues, um, it kind of sets everything up. I was terrified for the dog the whole time. Um, like, it was really a tense, uh, kind of exhausting movie. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, um, so for it to get that much of a reaction, it's got to be pretty fucking good. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. uh, Especially seeing it's, like, her first fucking... Like, she wrote it and directed it and all that shit herself. Yeah, that's right. Like, it's, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's very much like um, Jordan Peele in 2018. Mm. Um, Ari Aster in 2018 as well. Um, there's, there's now a few directors who their first feature was just... Just a, killing it. Just killing it. But, yeah, Jennifer Kent was one of the first... I'm, I'm sure there was other people who's killed their first feature film but yeah Jennifer Kent to my knowledge is one of the first people that I can remember who absolutely smashed it with their first feature film and also like doing it in Australia and making it look that good yes is amazing because like look like you said we've we have a shallow pool of talent in Australia we do and And we we don't have a lot of and that's also backed up by we don't really get a lot of money thrown at the industry to even just kind of make it look better. Yeah. Um, oh, definitely. So doing it here and doing it like with screen gems of all people, <laughs> like uh, she did an amazing job to put out a movie this good. What on that on the subject of Australian cinema? Sure. And I I I'm not a big fan of Australian films. I mean, there, there are films out there from Australia that I do enjoy, like, such as The Loved Ones, um, Wolf Creek 2. Uh, I enjoy two. them. Yeah. Two's... Not the first one? Uh, not really. Oh, I love the first one. Anyway. But yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah, that was great. Um, I haven't seen but... two. Oh, it's so much fun. Right, um, sorry. <laughs> Get on with it. Yeah, but I, I'm not really big into Australian films, and and a lot I get a lot of people asking me why. I mean, I had Darian from the Padded Room podcast because I was on um, the MacNez show um, uh, earlier in this year, and he was asking me what I thought about Mad Max, and I had to tell him I've never seen Mad Max. And sorry, go on. And Darian messaged me. He's like, "What the fuck? How the hell haven't you seen Mad Max? You're from that country." And I just had to say, man, I do not like Australian cinema because, one, I feel that they overextend our accent and it just fucking drives me nuts. Two, I hate Australian slang. Um, I love Australian slang. I know, I know, and it fucking shits me when you say it. Um, Why? I just, I don't know. I've had people ask me, like, why don't you like when people say mate? I was like, it's just fucking gross. I hate it. And it's the worst when women say mate. Like, 
are you here to fuck spiders? See, that one's funny. <laughs> but, yeah. What about drier than a dead dingo's donger? <laughs> oh, fuck off. <laughs> I hate it. I just, I fucking hate Australian slang. It just shits me. Like, I, I think I'm the most American Australian ever. If that yeah, you're sense. a race trader. I- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so ingrained with American culture that I'm like, fuck this fucking Australian bullshit. Okay. I think... <clears throat> For me, I've always just been a fan of uniqueness. Yeah. And so I find the little Australian idioms uh, hilarious because nowhere else uses them. And they don't even make sense half the time. Well, that's wrong because British people say mate. Yeah. I'm I'm talking about like the really (laughs) deep, like deep cut Australian shit. (laughs) Oh, crikey. Nah, not crikey and shit. I'm I'm talking about like proper Australian <laughs> stuff that Australians do. Like yeah, okay, little uh, things I can't even fucking think of now. But uh, yeah, yeah, no, I can't think of them either. <laughs> <sighs> um, but the the other reason the other reason an Australian cinema shits me is because for some reason in Australian films, Australia is resembled as basically just an empty desert, and it's because it, I think it's because it's the most beautiful landscape we have here. Because our cities just look like fucking cities. That's true. I mean, like, I have seen a lot of indie Australian films where they're filmed in the city or in the suburbs. And it just looks Um, like a city or the suburbs of America or anywhere else. Like, That's true. But what's wrong with that? (laughs) Nothing. But uh, I think most people are usually trying to go for more Australian flavor if it's here. Yeah, I get it. I just... God... You know, it's just, uh, we, we don't live in the fucking desert. I know, we don't, but we don't it's ride... a, like, yeah. it's scarier, especially for horror movies and stuff. Yeah, I get that. But you know what else is scarier? Mm. The f- your own fucking house. Yeah, I know, but like... That's, that's scarier. That's the scariest. Because I'm not in the fucking desert. I don't plan on going to the desert. I don't think I ever will go to the desert. So I'm safe. <laughs> but what if you're driving through you get stuck or your plane crashes there or something <laughs> well I don't really go on planes so I'm pretty good aren't you a secret pilot <laughs> <laughs> yes the guy who's petrified of heights is a yeah, secret Tim's pilot Tim's the secret pilot <laughs> shh um, <clears throat> okay so let's let's talk about this movie sure. and I'm gonna jump in here and tell you my thoughts after rewatching The Babadook go on and I will start by saying that this film, it's not for everyone. And I can see the majority of, especially younger horror audience, finding this film boring or not scary. You know? It's like if, okay. you, show, if you showed a, a young kid Halloween. I can yeah. guarantee they will find it boring and say, this isn't scary, this is stupid. Um, because they're ingrained to jump scares and everything like that. Yeah, like when I watched it when I was a kid. I didn't like it as much as I'd like it now. Yeah, exactly the same with me. Um, but this film is much deeper than just jump scares and things that go bump in the night. Yeah. And it's about the scariest place you can be, which is your own head. Dun, and dun, dun. <laughs> ultimately, the film is about depression and grief and trying to um, overcome those feelings. But at the same time, it's also about motherhood. Did you get any of that? Yeah. Yeah? So you understood what the movie was saying? 
Yeah, like, I also, like, I wasn't 100% sure if the monster was real or if the monster was, uh, or if she was just having psychotic episodes. Yeah. Um, but there were little bits, well, we're spoiling this, right? Yeah, we'll spoil it. There are little bits where I was confused where it was, like, the, the kid was getting thrown around and stuff. Yeah. Like, like, when he got dragged up, I'm like, oh, maybe it is real. But maybe she could just be imagining that. Well, that's it, yeah. And then she, like... Like, the the ending's kind of, like... Um, it felt like her kind of coming to grips with her grief. And, like, it's still being there and her still paying attention to it. And, of course, it's it's never going away, but she finally has it sort of under control, in a way. That's exactly what I've got, too. Yeah. So the way I saw it is that this... Creature monster Babadook is just a manifestation of her depression and her guilt. Yeah. So everything she's seen happen to the kid is in her head, and she's just taken all that and envisioned into into this monster that's come from this book. Mm. And right at the end, and there's had a lot of people well, ask. There's. Yeah? Um, do you think she wrote it? The book. Yeah. N- no. So I don't know where the book came from. I think it was just... Because she, she said she used to write children's books. And I was like, did she write the Babadook? Ah, that's a good observation. I didn't even think that. Because I was like, she she tore it up, but she put it in her bin. So she could have gotten it out and glued it back together while she was having an episode. That's um, very true. And brought it back in. She put it up on the cupboard, but she could have also moved it. Because it was only the two of them in the house ever. Yeah. Um, and she, like... There there was nothing ever, like, showing... For me, I, I don't know, this is what I got. Like, when she was, like, seeing the cockroaches and the bugs everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was nothing to confirm that the kid was also seeing it. Yeah. Sort of thing. Like, maybe he was just seeing his mom going crazy and that's what was scaring him. Yeah. Um, and then the, the, like, the black tar stuff that she was throwing up, like, also might have just been something that she was seeing and not necessarily he was seeing too. That's, yeah, that's basically the gist I got from it. Um, I didn't even think of her writing the book. That's, that's really cool. Um... But maybe I think with the kid, maybe he could see it too for some reason. Because she was like, the old lady was like, oh, he sees everything. Like, so I thought maybe he has like some wackadoo power to see her um, psychotic projections or like things like that. I don't know. Maybe. I don't, I don't really think of it like that. I don't think this movie is supernatural in the slightest. No, I, I, think- didn't, I, I didn't get that either. Yeah, I think I it's all. I wasn't sure. Yeah, I, I think it's all just a big metaphor for um, depression and grief and and just mental illness. Yeah, because all the all the signs were kind of there for um, for schizophrenia and her sort of losing grip with the reality. Like she was becoming disheveled. Yeah, she wasn't sharing as much. She wasn't looking after each other. She was uh, feeding the kid erratically. Like she wasn't really uh, looking after the kid and herself at all. Yeah. Um, and her just, uh, I don't know. It just, just super reminded me of people that I've worked with. Um, 
I was going, going I was going to, I was going to ask you, um, and and feel free to decline any sure. answers, but your work is very similar with with as you just said with people like this. Mm-hmm. Have have you had people have like crazed fits like this? Not so much fits, but I've I've dealt with people during psychotic episodes. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. First, if as long as you don't mind, would you explain what your job is? Oh, um, so I work with homeless people and a lot of them have mental health stuff. So a lot of them will be, uh, but not so much these days. I mean, some of them have it, but not as bad as I used to work with where it was like, there would be more, um, more severely suffering from that stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've, I've worked with people going through episodes and stuff. Um, you are oh, such a caring guy, Damage Daniel. Uh, well, they pay me for it, so... <laughs> what do you do? Um, have you, you... I can't remember if it was you or another friend of ours. Mm. One of you had to clean shit off the person's body. I've never had to clean shit off someone, no. Okay, that was probably the other guy that we know. Yeah. Never mind then. <laughs> Sucked in. <laughs> um, no, but I've dealt with, like, you know... I don't want to like go into it too much just because privacy, but yeah, no, that's uh, fine. So I wasn't, yeah, too sure pl- plenty of like self-talking and hearing voices and, and, and them talking, having does a conversation it, with themselves and stuff. Does it ever get scary? Like, do you ever get scared for your well-being? No, never. Really? I get more scared when they're on ice. So what happens when they're on ice? Uh, when they're on ice, their behavior is unpredictable. <laughs> so they could, you- yeah. Do they? Do you have to like frisk them down, make sure they don't have a knife? No, on them no, no, no touching, no touching. So what happens if they just got a knife from the jacket and just stabbed you in the throat? They could do that. That's fucked up, man. But yeah, you just you you're hoping you have enough of a rapport with them where it won't get to that, and that you can deal with them and talk them down enough uh, where that doesn't need to happen. <clears throat> most of the, most of the incidents happen when you've got to kick them out because they're intoxed. Huh. Uh, they're drunk or high or whatever. Has there ever been like an, obviously not with you, but has any one of your work colleagues or anything like that been hurt or anything? I've heard of stories, but, um, no. Oh yeah. A few, not, not majorly. I heard about like, um, one like youth place that, uh, the kids like broke into the, um, broke into the safe and like murdered the worker. Bullshit. Yeah, it happened At- out west. Oh, so not like your branch or Mm-mm. or place? Didn- mm, neither, but yeah. Holy fuck. But it wasn't like the 80s or something. Oh, I- <laughs> still, it doesn't matter when or where it is. That could happen again to you. But yeah, it could happen. Like, I've, you know, um, I mean, uh, haven't been swung at. I had stuff thrown at me. I want you to me. quit your job right now. No, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to this movie. And sure. I want to talk about something else that this movie was saying, and that's the difficulties with parenthood. And Fuck. That kid was so annoying. I was like, man. That's, that's another thing that... Because I read a lot of reviews about this movie, and one of the most common things that these reviewers were saying is couldn't get into this movie simply because of the kid. 
And I'm like, the, the kids, and that's exactly what my wife was saying. She didn't want to watch this again because of the kid. But isn't my like, kid just being a kid? Well, I mean. <laughs> like, I don't have a kid, so I have no idea. Like, is that what kids are like? That's what I no, imagine kids to be like. No. No, <laughs> this this is a bit more extreme. Um, I, I, I'm guessing this kid has many forms of ADHD or something like that. I would um, also say there's a lot of trauma that this kid's gone through as well. Oh, definitely, definitely. Plus, he he doesn't have a, a um a father figure around him. Yeah. Which, say what you want, it does affect kids. Mm. Um, I'm seeing it a lot in my daughter now because <clears throat> she is constantly moved from house to house. Um, yeah. But that's a different story. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is what really piqued my interest because um, I'm sure a lot of you know that I am a father of two kids. Um, so this movie showed a lot of things, a lot of struggles that, that parents go through all the time. For example, um, when the kid, um, his name is Samuel, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> I don't say yes. Um, I just, I just want to make sure. Um, when Samuel is screaming, yes, it is, um, yeah. and he wants to sleep in bed with the mother. This is yeah. something that happens in real life, <laughs> and I have dealt with it many times. Mm. Um, but it's the fact that when they're in bed with you, and this happens in the movie, he's grabbing her throat, um, knees in the back, and all this stuff, and you cannot sleep. That's something that I... <laughs> is that I, a legit thing? Oh, man. Constantly. Constantly. And especially now um, that my kids are getting curious with my things and me being the massive horror fan, mm. um, they see my, my, my figures and my posters and stuff like that. And like get the scared collectibles and, are not toys. Oh, you sound exactly <laughs> like me. <laughs> um, don't, but, don't touch my collectibles. <laughs> <laughs> but another thing that this movie did well was the snapping for no reason while the kid is trying to show you something um or to show you love and you you just had enough you just need a second to yourself and they're, they're doing something simple like um Look, showing any, ki- the- any kid who's going to be into magic is going to fucking annoy me <laughs> so i'm going to make my kid into magic yeah, you would. You're gonna, kid's gonna get a fucking snap in the face. <laughs> no, but it's something simple, and you feel like an absolute cunt. But it has happened to me where you had Your a kids shitty come day home from with work. a homemade crossbow. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> Sorry, got coronavirus. Yeah, all good. Lucky <coughs> on a respirator. <laughs> um, you, you, for example, you've come home for a shitty day. Yeah, and all you want is peace and quiet and shit. <coughs> Jesus Christ, this is going to be good for an audio podcast. Yeah, totally. <laughs> People um, love rando sneezes and breaks. Fuck me. Anyway, go. Um, yeah, you come home and they've give, they've made you something like a card or something like that, and they're just Ooh. shoving it in your face constantly. Holy shit! <coughs> <laughs> I, I apologize, listeners. This is really annoying me. Yeah, we're not going to edit this, so fuck it. <laughs> I will probably forget to edit it. <laughs> Hi. If you're hearing this right now, you you can... You can You'll work out that, that we we didn't bother to edit it. <laughs> I've, I've forgotten all about it. All right. I can feel, the worst thing is I can feel another one coming. Yeah, I get that. 
That goddamn coronavirus? <laughs> okay. Right. So a kid wants to show you something, and you're like, go away. Yeah, child. and like the thing is you acknowledge them at first. You're like, oh, thank you so much. It's really nice. But then, I don't know, they must not feel like they've gotten the satisfaction they deserve. And, Dad, look, 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 and keep shoving it in your face. And That's all when that- you take it and tear it up, right? That's what you told me. No, no, I've never done that. <laughs> you rip it up and you go, do fucking better. <laughs> I have joked I have joked with my wife about that, Jill. Uh, and said, fucking like This is Jill, terrible. Jill <laughs> yeah. takes awful. what is that, a dog? A splunge? Jill <laughs> takes the fucking photos and puts them on the fridge and I look at it and go, What the fuck is that? Is this fridge really? <laughs> Should we really have some sort of grade for the fridge? Because this isn't it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, this movie does that perfectly where the kid's just trying to show you love and, and you just snap. Yeah. You know, and you feel guilty afterwards, but it's just something that overcomes you and it just happens. It happens to a lot of people. And I'm sure if you're a parent and listen to this right now, you, you're probably nodding your head going, mm-hmm, you tell him, girlfriend. But yeah, that <laughs> happens to me a lot. <laughs> um, but, Sorry, and- <laughs> you got me. <laughs> With the, mm-hmm, you tell him, girlfriend. <laughs> did I make a funny? Did Fatty you make did. a funny? <laughs> you made me made me do a laugh. <laughs> also, now I finally get that fucking meme. What meme? The, um, why can't you just be normal? And then the screaming kid. That's a meme? I've never seen it. Yeah. Ah, oh, okay. <laughs> well, there you go. There's all over Reddit for a bit. Um, another, another thing about parent, um, abuse. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing about abusing children uh, that happens in this movie is, and, it, and it's something that uh, immature people were snicket about when this happened in the movie. But the masturbation scene in the movie, oh, yeah, I was like, rough, rough go, yeah. But rough okay, go. it's it's that, and her, you, you know, when she's at work and her friend says, "Take off early," and she goes to the shop for an hour or two. Those moments in life are pure heaven. And I'm including the masturbation scene. And I'm not trying to be like, um, masturbation. Everyone fucking masturbates. Everyone has a pool or a finger. Shut up. Yeah. We're, all, we're all adults here, okay? <laughs> I wrote <laughs> my notes. I'm like, she having a diddle? And I'm like, <laughs> fuck that shit in the middle of a diddle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That, and that's the point I'm getting at. For one, okay, those... Just an hour alone is worth... It, it, it feels like... 24 hours in your in your mind, you know? Mm. Five minutes alone. That's song by Pantera, you know? It's about mm. pa- being a parent. Do-do-do. <laughs> yeah. um, but the masturbation scene, and this has happened to me numerous times. I've been in the middle of it, just jacking away. Dad! Oh, nothing fucking gets you angry more. And you've got lube all over your hand. You've got to wipe it on the wall. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. The wall? <laughs> well, I haven't got a towel or anything around me. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> no, but yeah, it infuriates you. And you just need that fucking five minutes away. It's like, shut up. Dad's got a knot. <laughs> Let me come first, you little shit. <laughs> um, I'm throwing away your brother. Um, <laughs> but the last thing that happens in this movie... And it's something that doesn't happen to me a lot, but it has happened a few times. Is when you are when your kids are fucking up, and you're out somewhere in public, and nothing you say to them makes them settle down 
and you've just you just there you're there and you pull them aside and you you whisper in your ear yeah yeah you whisper in your ear but it's not whispering because you're so angry and people walk past you giving you disapproving looks um they're like these parents can't control their children exactly okay here's the thing i'm not afraid to smack my children and I'm not afraid to smack your children. <laughs> and, and look, people are probably going to get pissed off with me saying that, but fuck off. It's my kids. I was raised by smacking, and I turned out by I turned out pretty fucking decent. So, yeah. so <laughs> like, it's not like I get a fucking um, a belt and wrap it around their neck. You know, it's a firm but hard smack, but it keeps them in line and it does the trick. So, people out there saying oh, you should, shouldn't smack your kids, go fuck yourself. Go and have kids for your own. Yeah, um, I, 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 yeah, I don't see the problem with it, to be honest. Oh man, um, there, there's a line between smacking them and child abuse. Like it's different. Yeah, like I wouldn't say bring back the cane at high school, mm. um, but yeah, my kids know when it's time to fucking settle down. Mm. Um, but the looks that people give you, and the amount of times where I've seen people look at me, and um, I've never said anything. Because I'm just not that type of person, but there may be a time where someone's looking at me disapprovingly for how I treat my kids. Yeah, and I'm just like, what the fuck are you looking at? You know, actually, you hear stories about this all the time when dads take kids into parent rooms to change their nappies. Oh, and they're like, the women. Are you just bringing that kid in here to molest them because you just got them off the street or something? Yeah, women give you disapproving looks or yell at you. I've heard about that happen a lot. It's never happened to me. But for Ugh. God's sakes, I really hope one day it does. Yeah. Because I'll unleash hell. I'm not afraid to smack a bitch. It'd be so hard to be <laughs> like a single I, I, dad. Uh, oh man, hell yeah. But by the way, I, 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 I'm very against violence against women. So don't take that. <laughs> Same don't edit that one line and keep it. <laughs> yeah, we did. Uh, what was it? Not quiet place. Fucking invisible man. <laughs> we did. Yes. We talked about that. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to see if I have any questions that I wrote down. Go for it. Um, I wrote down I got five billion and bingo. Very nice. Uh, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I wrote soup glass. Okay. Because <laughs> I was well, fucked up, man. Imagine eating fucking glass soup. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, I, I'm getting. My, I understand what you're saying now. I yeah. didn't know what you're talking about. I'm just trying to say. I'm like I'm just reading out the funny ones, but. Um, oh, just so many times where I'm like terrified for the dog. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, let me just rattle off a few little things that I just want to make note of. Mm. Um, the technicalities of this film, what I think oh, really, really yeah. worked. Okay. Uh, one oh. of the things I really liked about this film was the color. If mm. you did, you notice that every scene in this movie is a very dreary and bleak color. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at the house, for example, the house is all gray. It's not colorful at all. Yes, there are color scenes here and there, splotches, but for the most part, this movie is very bleak and dark. It starts and- off not, not bright, but it, um, it starts to get worse. It starts to get more bleak. Does it? I didn't notice that. I felt like it, it started off, you got little pops of color, yeah. Like, and then, um, it would just, it slowly gradated away from them. Wow. That's into, awesome. Into like blacks and whites and mainly that. Huh. That's heaps cool. I didn't mm. even notice that. Um, another thing that I really liked in this movie is the sound design. 
Mm. I watched this in a pitch black house um, at about one o'clock in the morning. My um, family was asleep and I wouldn't say it horrified me, but there were times when I was looking over my shoulder, um, looking down the hallway to see if someone was standing there. Um, Because there is a scene in this movie that really unsettled me and it's when... um, um, What's her name? Essie Davis's character, the main character. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> when she's cleaning, Amelia, I think that's it. Yeah, when she's cleaning the um, the plates, and she looks over at her next door neighbor, and next door neighbor's sitting there watching TV, and the Bubba Duke's just in the hallway. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. scene there like fucked me up. I was like, oh shit, that's scary. Um, but the sound is on, like especially the Bubba Duke. Yeah, yeah, that was great, but. There was also and, seen, there was also um, sound effects throughout the movie, like little whispers and stuff like that, mm. which really, really worked and really creeped me out. Like, um, and they didn't, I, th- I thought, I'm like, oh my God, this whole movie is going to be like, knock, 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 all fucking movie, I bet. And it really didn't. What do you mean, knock, knock, knock? Like, I thought I was going to hear the duck, duck, duck. Oh, yeah. Like, the whole fucking movie. Yeah. And it uh, really didn't happen. Yeah, I know they it, used it, it. only used it when it was like, "Oh shit, she let him in" and shit like that. That's true. They yeah, they use it very sparingly, mm. which is great. Um, because when it does hit, it's really, mm. really creepy. Um, what did you think about the design of the creature? Um, honestly, a bit mm. meh. Bit. You like, it's just a dude with long fingers. Yeah, like, it was basically a man with... It, it was scary enough. Like, don't get me wrong. I wasn't not scared, but it wasn't like seeing a xenomorph for the first time or anything. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Um, I'm pretty much the same with you. Uh, there were scenes where it was creepy. There were I other did, scenes... I didn't like... There was a little bit when you saw his face. Yeah. I didn't like the face. <laughs> I thought it would have been better just to be black and never see the face. Yeah, true, true. Um, there was a scene where it looked like stop motion animation on the roof. That, yeah, yeah, and that was a bit. That that was like one of the bits where I was like, with a bit more money, it could have that could have looked a little bit better. Well, when I was watching, I was like, uh, I'm not into that. But thinking about it, I'm like, it kind of works because this thing's of this thing's made of the mind. So it, yeah, you, you can go like okay. with that. But I don't know. Who knows? Um. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about before we give the scores and final thoughts? Mm, I'm just trying to see. I thought the the friend would have more of a role, but because it, because it ended up really not being about him, because I was like, I'm like, is, I'm like, he's being super nice. Is he going to be a bad guy or is he going to be like killed or something? Uh, like Robbie? Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. But not much ended up happening with him. But I mean... Unless you make him like a love interest, then I think that would be too forced. Yeah. Um, I I didn't think there was much to do with him. No. You know? So, like, so. I wasn't too upset about it. But, like, just at the start. Uh, I like the bit where they played Skippy on the TV. <laughs> oh, of course you did. <laughs> Fucking Skippy. Um, he's a bush kangaroo. Yes. <laughs> um, oh, they kept playing, like, this dinosaur screech. Ah, oh, yes, they did. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds really familiar to me for some reason. I don't know it's, what it's from. It's been in the land before time. It's, it's been in a lot of movies. It's one of those yeah. 
generic noises that you hear in a lot of movies. Like the Wilhelm scream. Yeah, I was going to say, like the Wilhelm and the, the other scream that seems to they seem to use instead of the Wilhelm now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, do, do, um, do. <clears throat> yeah, sorry. Yeah, I don't know. No, that, that's about it. All right, before we, before we wrap it up, I've got one. I'm going to tell you one thing about this movie. And that is the fact that the Babadook is now being viewed as a LGBTQ member. As a LGBTQ plus a gay, movie? A gay, a, no, the, the Babadook itself has been used as a gay icon. Yeah, so it's in the, it's being used in the gay community? Yeah, so <laughs> I, I kept hearing this. I'm like, what the fuck does the Babadook have to do with the gay community? And I searched it up today, and <laughs> what happened was, um, I'll just read this article to you. Yep. The Babadook first came into being as an LGBTQ icon back in October 2016, when a now viral, then ironic Tumblr post captured the internet's attention. The poster posed the question, "What? <laughs> whenever someone says the Babadook isn't openly gay, it's like, did you even watch the movie? The post popularity surges nearly a hundred thousand responses, prompted a discussion on the possible deeper meanings of the independent film. Then Netflix went and put this, put the Babadook in the LGBT movie section on Netflix. <laughs> okay. And I, I just thought it was just a joke at first, but then I was reading something. Uh, oh, people! People were saying that the B in LGBT stands for Babadook, obviously. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I the whole time I thought this was a joke that just people were having fun with it, whatever. Yeah. Do the thing, and then I read something that kind of really got to me, and and upset me a little bit. And this is the reason why people see the Babadook as an LGBT. Q, whatever you, whatever you, I always get mixed up with that. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, why they see it as a film. And it's for many people, for many LGBT people, this is what it feels like to be in your own family sometimes. To be, to be shunned, you know? Oh, okay. All right. Well, yeah, I guess if you want to stretch it. Hey man, if you find power in anything and you can use it to feel better about your situation, then go for it. <laughs> Yeah, like if if you think it is to you, th- then it is. Do you know what do I mean? Like, see, do you see it like that though? I don't, but I'm not gay, so I don't really have any of these issues that they have. But if yeah. if they if they see it and they can make some connection with it, and it helps them feel better about stuff or um or whatever, then hey man, good on them. I never I'll never tell them that it isn't because I don't feel that way. Yeah. Like if 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 they feel like that and it helps them, that's great. Like I, I agree. I, it, I never... it, it doesn't all of a sudden make it gay to like the bubble duck or whatever it is. Like um I, I think the more things that those people like can find that's positive or helps helps them in this situation the better. Because they've got a fucking scary high suicide rate. So, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. It just it kind of got to me a bit because I, I, I won't ever be able to imagine 
what it's like to be firstly gay or yeah. homosexual, whatever the correct way to say that is. Whatever. But, no hate but here. Then, but then to be shunned from your family. Yeah. I don't know. It just gets to me. Like, I, if okay, if my children turned around and said, "Oh, Dad, I'm gay," um, I'd be like, "Okay, can you go so, get some milk from the shops?" <laughs> so you know, it, it wouldn't bother me. It make it makes you angry that not that people are finding it helpful. It makes you angry that like people are shutting out their kids because they're gay. Yeah, I think it just okay. made me realize that this happens yeah. in the world. You know? Yeah, it happens, and it's parents, awful. Parents shut out kids just because of their decisions or whatever it is yeah what genitals they like to shove in their mouth holes yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, i don't know yeah. it's like do you really love your kids if you fucking shut them out just because of that but the bible says tim oh fuck the bible i don't need a dick <laughs> don't get me started on religion because yeah you know, i don't i don't even know if we have religion religious listeners so <laughs> we used to <laughs> what do you mean we used to Oh, yeah, yeah, true, true. <laughs> All right, man. Um, enough about my bullshit. Um, let's give our final thoughts and score on the Babadook. You sure. can go first if you like. Uh, me? Yep. I thought it was great. I, I really thought it was one of the scarier um, movies I've watched during the show. Um, and I love the Australia. I love the, um, I love the Australia. Yeah, I liked Australia. Yeah. I liked I liked the kid in it. I thought he was sufficiently annoying. Yeah, like I thought it only attributed, um, to the whole situation. She was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's her name? I mean, I it's, guess we'll get to the Davis. awards and shit in a bit. I mean, her her last name is Davis, so of course she's amazing. Uh, yeah, like in spite of her coming from that name. Uh, she was great. Um, and, uh, yeah, the, the direction was just fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everything about this movie is just great. I, uh, I'm I'm gonna give this bad boy a nine. Wow. Yeah. Big score. Okay. Um, I, I agree with everything you say. Uh, I think this is a really well done movie. It, it's, it's a smart horror movie though. And saying that I feel a so younger- So if you don't like it, you're a dumb, dumb- no, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I, I'm, what I'm saying is, like, the younger horror or, audience, I can see them not liking this and not giving it a chance. I think because, it's a more mature movie. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think a lot of kids will find this movie boring. Mm. Um, <clears throat> in saying that, it's really well acted. It's one hell of a debut from Jennifer Kent. Um, I really like it. Would I watch it again though? That's that's the that, and that's the big thing because rewatchability to me is a big thing, and I probably would, but I maybe I maybe in like a year or two, you know, not I couldn't put this on again now. Yeah. Okay. So, so in saying that, I'm coming in with an eight out of ten for this nice. one. Nice. So we're close, but no cigar. Uh, okay. Before we jump onto our next film, we are bringing back the awards for films. Yes. So, <clears throat> let's start the awards. Alright, so, for Best Actor, I'll go first. Uh, for Best Actor, I had Essie Davis. Um, she played... Um, 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 Amelia. Amelia, Amelia yes. Yeah. The main main actor. Yeah, she killed it for me, so she wins Best Actor. How about you? Same. <laughs> Easy. Like, <laughs> by far. 
Uh, okay, worst actor. Um, for me, I... Oh, see, this is the thing. I didn't really have a worst actor, per se, because I think everyone nailed their role. I didn't but, have a worst as well, but we'll, we'll get to it. Okay, well, now that you say it, I think we're going to have the same thing. I gave it to Samuel, the kid Noah Wiseman, just because he was annoying as fuck. But... For, for this, for this, for this review only, I'm gonna change the award name to "annoying actor." Okay. Because I, I don't think anyone was bad. Everyone was really, really good. You know. Um. What right. about you? Mine's a minor character. Uh. So, one thing that annoyed me was like the docks workers. Yes. Yeah. Because I know docks workers, and they do not dress like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how they act. They're like they're just regular people. Yeah. Okay. Um. But I, I, I don't know. I just felt like they were a little odd. Like their acting was odd. Yeah, I can see that. It just it felt a bit stiff. But I, I, I guess that's probably what they were asked to do. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Can't fault them. But yeah, again, not re- like no one really like was like, oh, this person's not a very good actor. Yeah, it's not like um, Keanu Reeves and Dracula. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Not really. Not really worst actor for me, but just I found them odd. Yeah, cool. All right. Uh, best scene um, for me. The best scene was the um, when you see the Bubba Duke behind the old lady in the, the next door neighbor's house. That scene there, yeah, really creeped me out. Yeah. Um. Ah. Uh... The, honestly, the most memorable one is the, when he's screaming in the car for me. Well, so you're going to give that best scene? Yeah. I think it was, like, ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> if, like, if there's a if there's a scene I'm, like, taking away from it, it's probably that, and him screeching. <laughs> I, I can see what you mean, yeah. Yeah. I like, mean, that's the most memorable. The... I, don't, I don't know if it's the best. Mm. Maybe one of the, like... Um, like the actual Bubbadook sequences was pretty fucking nicely shot and put together. Yeah. Um, like maybe the one where she's like screaming at him and stuff. Yes, yes, screaming at the Bubbadook. Oh, or maybe even the basement scene. It's, there's just a lot of good <laughs> scenes. There is. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the basement one's pretty tight too. Like where she's tied up and the the kid like. Yeah. Is helping her and stuff, but yeah. Alright, uh, worst scene, and I, I wrapped my mind around this. I don't this. know, man. I couldn't think of a worse scene. Um, Every, everything was kind of necessary, right? Like, Yeah, that's right. There was no scene where I was like, ah, uh, that didn't need to be in it. I didn't mm. like that scene. Um, so I'm going to give this a blank one. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I don't have a worst. Yeah, cool. Uh, best line, for me, it's if it's in a word or in a look, you can't get rid of the bubble look. Oh, yeah. That's my favourite line in this movie. <laughs> I liked Why Don't You Eat Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's so brutal. There's another Australian one when you fucking ask what's for dinner and they go shit on toast or shit on a stick. Oh, Christ. <laughs> uh, and best kill. For me, it was the dog scene. Um, yeah. <laughs> the noises that come from the dog. Ooh, Poor doggy. Man. I mean, that was... Like, I think I'm pretty sure that was the only kill in this movie. Other than the husband, 
Oh, um, yeah, that's true. I guess. Really yeah, I that. couldn't really... I was like, I was like, who died? I'm like, no one really died. Yeah. Because yeah, I was going to say the husband, and then you were like the dog, and I was like, oh, I didn't know I could pick the dog. <laughs> yeah, you can pick anyone that... Anything that dies. Anything that died. Yeah, um... Yeah, I You guess. can pick the cockroach that came out of the wall that she's Oh, squashed. no, it can fuck off. How about that window <laughs> that he fucks up with a cricket ball? Yeah, okay, if you want to go with that. <laughs> Alright, so that's it on the Babadook. Let's take a small break and we'll get back to the next feature film, which is called The Nightingale. Mm. If it's in a word or it's in a look, you can't get rid of the Babadook. You're a really clever one, and you know what it is to see. Then you can make friends with a special one. A friend of you and me. You and me. You and me. A rumbling sound and three sharp knocks. That's when you'll know that he's around, you'll see him soon. I wish I were on yonder hill. We don't want no trouble. That's just the way, isn't it? You don't want trouble, but sometimes trouble wants you. Tis there I'd sit and cry my fill. Get me to the soldiers that came by this morning. It's too dangerous. Up north, they kill us. You sure you want to follow him? Every tear will turn a man. They close. <laughs> what are you doing? Ah! I don't want no trouble. I'll sell my rock, I'll sell my wheel Sell my only spinning wheel You know what it's like to have a white fella take everything you have, don't you? To buy my love a sword of steel What's your name again? Claire I'm not your boy I'm Mangana, the blackbird. I wish, I wish, I wish in vain. You white ones go fast, fast, fast. Get nowhere. I go slow. I wish I had my love again. Forget the bird thought she was going to die out there in the forest. Suddenly, she was free. And we're back, and we are talking about The Nightingale from 2000 and... It says 2018 here, but it really was real uh, widely released in 2019. This one comes at a 7.3 out of 10 on IMDb, which mm-hmm. is huge. The story is yeah. <laughs> set in 1825... 
Claire, a young Irish convict woman, chases a British officer through the rugged Tasmanian wilderness, bent on revenge for a terrible act of violence he committed against her family. On the way, she enlists the service of an Aboriginal tracker named Billy, who is also marked by trauma from his own violence-filled past. This one stars, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm going to butcher these names, Aisling Fran Kielso. Yep. Yep, got that wrong. Uh, As Claire, you would probably know her from Game of Thrones. Well, I wouldn't, but most people would. Um, Sam Claflin as Hawkins. Um, Damon Herriman as Roos. Um, <clears throat> then we have Henry Greenwood as Jago. Yep. Uh, <laughs> ba- oh, fuck me. Bakali. <laughs> oh, man. I, 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 I went and watched so many interviews with this actor trying to get his name right, and now I've forgotten. Bakali Ganamba. That sounds correct. As Billy and a few other people, but I won't go through it. What about Charlie? Um, fuck you, man. <laughs> Don't worry about it. No, I'm going to now. Charlie Jumping Jumba Brown. <laughs> yep, that's as good as I'm going to get it. Um, as Uncle Charlie. Uh, this is, of course, directed by Jennifer Kent, uh, of course. Uh, all right, so The Nightingale. Obviously, I'm going to guess that you've never seen this movie before. Nope. All right. First things, I just want to talk about my first viewing, because I saw this when it came out last year, um, because when this came out, everyone was talking about it. Um, First time I watched this movie, uh, last year when it came out, loved it, thought it was great, Uh, was really invested in it, but at the same time, God, Jesus Christ, this is a rough movie. (laughs) This one... (laughs) <laughs> really? This movie got to me really badly. Um, so much to the point where last year, I, um, when making my top 10 movies of 2019, this one missed it just because I, wow. I, I didn't think I would ever watch it again just because of how tough sorry. it was. <laughs> Why are you sorry? Because I made you watch it again. Uh, that might be a blessing. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, yeah, I, I, I didn't put it in my top 10 just because I thought, I don't know if I can sit through that movie again. It was okay. so good. I really had fun watching this movie, but I just, it was so rough. I don't think it was shooting for fun, but yeah. <laughs> no, no. Um, <laughs> yeah. now upon this rewatch, yeah. I'm really glad that we did this movie. Um, I had a fucking blast. Blast is probably not the right word, but I, I really enjoyed rewatching this movie so much that I watched it twice. Wow. And yeah. it's like it's a long movie too. Uh yeah, two hours and thirteen minutes it goes yeah. for. Um <clears throat> all right, we'll get into it in a second. Um but I wanna know what you thought about this movie. Were you a fan? Were you not? Let us have it. Of the two movies? No, this was yeah, sorry, but of, of the two movies, this was the better movie. Oh, okay. All right, here we go. For sure. Um, uh, I fucking love this movie. Yes. Um, it's very Australian. <laughs> it's very accurate. Uh, in fact, it probably even pulls some punches uh, to how we treated indigenous people and women back then 
Oh, yeah. Um, and I think it's an important movie. Definitely. Oh, definitely. Uh, and it's it's beautifully shot. It doesn't pull any punches. It just, like, fucking goes for it. And I don't know how many times I cried. <laughs> you big softy. Um, I can't. I can't wait till we do searching. I, we did searching. I cried a bunch in that. Oh no, we didn't. We didn't do it. But I have watched it. Oh, okay. Good. I've watched it. But yeah, no, I, I cried a lot in this movie. I'm. Yeah, it was. It is rough. Oh, fucking oath. It's rough. This is a rough fucking movie. Um, I I would go ahead and say that this movie, because of the punches, it 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 takes yeah i think that this movie will inspire other filmmakers to go through with projects that they may seem to deem too intense yeah um because i I can see a lot of filmmakers think i'd like to take i'd like to take it in this direction but i feel like i'll get shunned from hollywood or or it won't get released on the wide format that i want it to but watching this and 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 the the reviews i was reading reviews on this movie and they're all positive um, oh really? Okay, that's no, good. I could Go not ahead. find a bad review. I think the worst was like a seven out of ten. Wow. Um, I think that this will convince other filmmakers to go that extra step just to tell a story. Yeah. And I loved how it did go that extra step. You know, we we, we could have shied away from various scenes. Um, and I'm trying to keep the spoiler free <laughs> yeah, right same. now. Um, but there are really really tough scenes to get through. And, and when you think it's all over, nah. No, man. <laughs> it, it comes back and it's like, oh my fucking God. Um, this movie is so accurate to the point that I did something that I never ever do after watching this movie. I went onto Google and I researched Australian history and... Fucking nerd. <laughs> and... Um, uh, Tasmanian Aboriginals and all that stuff, just to get a better understanding of. Yeah, you what... can find out how there's like three left. Yeah, yeah, and yet this movie is so accurate with what happened. We used to spoilers. We used to just fucking shoot them. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Like there and... wasn't much. There wasn't much more to it. You you see an Aboriginal, you fucking kill him. That's about it. I'm, I'm going to say this, okay? And this, may, this might make me seem insensitive and somewhat racist, but here in Australia, What's for new? some reason... <laughs> here in Australia, for some reason, for the past... It feels like past five years, mm. Australia has been doing so much more to incorporate Aboriginal tradition into our everyday livelihood. For example, um, okay. sc- schools... Yep. Schools, uh, apparently um, my daughter's school, she's only in, in uh, year one in her school, um, when they do the Australian National Anthem, they also do the Aboriginal National Anthem. I have not, I didn't know they had a National Anthem. Yeah, things like that. And they've got like uh, Aboriginal um, flags painted around the school. Cool. Little little things like that. And, and back... Before watching this movie, I, I, and like sporting events, for example, they'd always make room for the Aboriginal stuff, and I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, can we get over this Aboriginal bullshit? It's not our fault. <laughs> watching this movie is complicated. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Watching this movie now, it's given me such a better 
understanding and appreciation for we all learnt, of that stuff. We I don't I don't know if you did, but we definitely learnt about the dreaming and all that in in school. I did too. Um, rabbit proof friends. <laughs> yeah, of how course, many rabbit how many times? Friends. Yeah, how many times did you watch that at school? Whoa, twice. <laughs> oh, you got off lucky. Um, I think I watched it once every year. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, yeah. We, the, the Aboriginal um, plot uh, te- teaching was <laughs> was very heavy in Australian schools. Uh, um, I don't think it was that heavy, but like we only kind of did one subject on it in like primary school and then not really much in high school. Oh, really? To be real. Yeah. No, we because our, our history class, like, it, it was mainly about Aboriginals. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, yeah, we we, we, we didn't were do much Aboriginals in history. Really? Okay, we were very heavy-handed with it at our school. It might as well have started in 1901 for us, or 1801. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, we got everything. And it used to bore the shit out of me, because... How they, how they teach history is boring... I don't know how schools are so good at taking such a rich, interesting topic. Yeah. <laughs> that had so much fucked up shit and gnarliness and just stupidity and ridiculousness. Yeah. Uh, and turn it so fucking boring. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. I like, do remember, I do remember in history history's class. History's great. <laughs> I do remember in history class, they taught us about the Egyptians, like the old pyramids and all that stuff. And I paid yeah. attention there because they... They used to teach about mummification and how it used to happen. Yeah, that's fine. So, Putting their organs in jars and shit. Yeah, and pulling the brains out through the noses. So obviously, I was interested in that stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm, a history class was just a bore to me. We 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 didn't get a lot of it because a lot of it makes Australia look bad. <laughs> but if yeah. you look at if you look <laughs> at our history, it's mostly just us doing fucked shit. Um. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> We're all fucking convicts. <laughs> yeah, and we just fucking came to this country. I, I get it. Like, I, I don't have a solution, uh, but I get the animosity. I just, I, I don't understand why, like, when was it? Like, a few years ago, our Prime Minister said sorry to the Aboriginals. It's like, um, why? Because, we- because the government, the Australian government had never acknowledged the atrocities that they did to them. And it was ever, ever. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. And it was important for them to hear it from the government uh, to say sorry. And it was a big thing for them to heal kind of thing. Why didn't they ever say anything? Because then they would have had to acknowledge that they did bad things. And that's not what we do. Oh, fucking under the carpet, eh? Yep. (laughs) Basically. Okay. All right. Now, now, see, now I'm learning stuff and I understand it. Um, fuck, mean, we'll, the, we'll, fuck the we'll Australian get into government. <laughs> yeah, fuck the Australian government. But, yeah. like, give me my goddamn money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I'm pissed at the Australian government. There are people. I was talking to one of my friends who got laid off from work from this coronavirus. He still yeah. hasn't seen a dime from this Centrelink bullshit. Yeah, man. I mean, there's a lot of people going for it. I th- so. Oh, man, I'm so lucky I still have a job. Uh, me too. Otherwise, I don't know what I'd be doing right now. I'd be homeless. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> a lot of people are. I mean, they're... Oh, sorry. I don't want to get in a fucking rant. 
You are welcome to go no, on fuck rant. Fuck it. Fuck it. Everyone who's like fucking like in Australia, basically what we've done is we've said that for the next six months, no one's allowed to evict anybody. But that's the only rule, apparently. Okay, so what happens when everything's back to normal? Do we have to just have to you pay have to pay that back? That's fucked. That is so bullshit. Yeah. So I'm like, that doesn't do anything. Yeah. All that, all that, do, like, I think they may have eased up on mortgages or something like that. Cool. But they're not passing that forward to to renters. <sighs> See that. So there bullshit. needs to be a rent holiday so that people can not have to pay rent for this time. While mm-hmm. the landlords are not paying mortgages. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because oh, all it's, it's going to do is like when the time comes, man, you know how long it takes to pay a couple grand debt off, let alone X amount of fucking rent. Yeah, that's it. For for X amount of weeks. Like, it is insane to me like mm-hmm. that that's even a thing. Yeah, it's nice you can't get kicked out. But as soon as like what they're going to be like, cool, where's my six grand? Yeah. Oh, what and you haven't you you haven't been able to pay your rent anyway. So let alone on top of your rent, your bills, your fucking food you've been trying to scrape together to feed whoever is in your family. Uh huh. Like, how the fuck are you supposed to get ahead again? Not yeah, even exactly. ahead. How are you supposed to get even? That's right. Try getting out of debt. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Just fucking makes no, me I, so angry. No, I agree. I understand, and I feel so sorry for the, those people. I'm really grateful that I'm not one of them. <laughs> yeah. Like, Even though um, I wake up and I'm like, oh, do I have to go to work? And then I think, fuck, I'm lucky that I I get to wake up and go to work. Yeah, it's so, a lot. It's a mm, fucked up time. But yeah. I mean, I guess I'd take now over then. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, okay, all right. Let's get back into the movie. Um, one of the things that really stood out on this movie with me is the set designs. Yes. Uh, it, it was, it's so accurate. Okay. This reminded me, do you remember old Sydney town? Mm-hmm. So yeah. old Sydney town. Okay. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm just brushing by it. It was a, I don't, it wasn't a theme park, but it was like a, it, it was like a historical thing. You go there and you're like big scones and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you dress up as convicts and shit. Yeah. But, but it was all like. It was set back in like the 1800s and they had like horse and carriage stuff. Yeah. Um, they had like shows of people being whipped and things like that. I still don't know how they fucking, how they faked that because that was really real. <laughs> you just whip them near them. Like you but, whip near them, but you don't but, hit them. But how was the marks coming on his back? Oh, maybe he was like getting whipped for a while and then he'd go behind a tree and jerk off and then come back. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it reminded me like that, like, because this wasn't, this wasn't a very big budget, this movie. Um, really? It felt like they gave us some money. It did. And I was on Kill the Cast yesterday and, um, I can't remember, shut up. I can't remember who, who said it. It was either Kenneth or Jay from Kill the Cast. Mm. And they said the budget for this movie and I was shocked. Um, it wasn't. Like it was, it was less than a million. Wow. Yeah, it was. It's crazy. I, I can't believe it because this movie is so well, so well perceived, like so well done. Everything looked um, tight, like legit. Like she had all the money she needed, <clears throat> tight. Yeah, that's right. E- everything looked real and genuine. 
Um, all the buildings. I know most of this is set in the the wilderness or the 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 far the what do you call it the woods the jungle yeah. whatever fucking outback. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, sorry, I'm trying to find the the, the budget for it's this okay. movie now. I can't find it. Um, but yeah, just oh, that was the biggest thing that stood out to me in this movie is just how good it looked. Um. Okay, Google is saying it's two million. So, okay. I mean, still, that's not a lot. No, it's not for for the movie we get. Mm. It's not okay. I, maybe I'm wrong on that. Still, two million is not much when you consider what are the Marvel movies? Three hundred Avengers. <laughs> yeah, like I literally just looked up Avengers: Infinity War is three hundred and sixteen million dollars. There you go. I remember fucking the Tom Cruise Mummy was three hundred million. Like, where did you spend that money? On Tom Cruise doing his own fucking stunts. Yeah, well, did you know? <laughs> <laughs> I knew as soon as I mentioned Tom Cruise... That they know? save money on a stuntman because Tom Cruise. <laughs> we should make shirts and on the back it says, Did you know Tom Cruise does his own stunts? <laughs> and like... Um, you can't see it too, but I lean into the microphone like I'm telling you a secret. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Let's let's wrap this spoiler-free section up. Uh, I just want to talk about the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, look, man, the technicality on this film is absolutely perfect. The acting is holy fucking shit. Did you know the guy that played Billy, yeah. Akali... I don't know him personally, but yes. Yeah, okay. You, 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 the main Aboriginal focus on this movie. Yeah. This was his first role. They do not, that a lot with Indigenous actors. Well, okay, not just that. This was his first ever acting gig ever. No, he yeah, never... they, they legit do that a lot. They'll, like, they'll go into their, um, like, Alice Springs or, like, a Deep Bush and pluck someone out. <laughs> really? Yeah. Because I was reading interviews with him. He was a dancer before this. He had no no experience in acting whatsoever. And I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, are he you, was, are you for real? He was incredible. He just delivered every single line in this movie. It was absolutely perfect. Every um, Aboriginal, uh, what do you, what do you, slang, whatever you want to call it was just spot on. Yeah. Everything he did, even the... was like... <laughs> yeah. So good. It's like he's been acting for 50 years. I, I, I was shocked when I heard that. Yeah, it was deadly. I'm going to put it up there. His performance is on par with um, Kathy Tom Bates Christ. from Misery. No. Tom <laughs> um, Some of my favourite performances. Um, yeah. Yeah. Robert Shaw from Jaws. Uh, well, spoilers for your uh, awards. <laughs> <laughs> um, and oh, man, this this story. Every, every, everyone acted their dick off in this movie. Oh shit, yeah, shit, yeah. Like, but yeah. The, the, just the story is so engaging. I was not. Did you feel like this was a two hour, two hour, no. fourteen minute movie? No, it flew by for me. I I, I wrote like. What? Uh, so many pages of notes for the Babadook? Yeah. 
like one, two, three, four, five, six for Babadook. Holy and shit. I, I wrote like, oh, my notes are just fucking random scribbles, but okay. <laughs> like I wrote three for this. Because you were so immersed. I was in just the story. watching the movie. Yeah, yeah I, for- yeah. I kept forgetting and being like, "Oh shit, I better write something down." <laughs> I'm, I'm the same, man. But like, okay, this story and the violence and brutality of this movie. The thing is, the violence and disturbing nature. It to me, it didn't feel like it was put in the film to create discussion or to be shocking. I feel it was put it in there real. to yeah to delve into these characters more. And because of this was a true representation of what happened, I feel it was necessary to put all this stuff in it. Yeah. And I applaud that. Like, um, you know, there are so many movies that I feel they have scenes in those movies just to create discussion or just for, for, for fun. Shock value. Yeah. Where this one was not. It was, yeah, purely story-driven. Like, um... And it's not, like, the rapes are really, um, oh, sorry. Did we, are we, are we spoiling yet? No, not yet. <laughs> sorry. Fuck. Don't worry about it. What? I didn't say nothing. <laughs> we'll get, we'll get into it in a second. All right. Let's just, let's wrap it up now. I think it's yeah. safe to say that we can both recommend this movie actually oh. before we before we jump on that i do oh, want to ask apparently it had a really low box office i just read that which is oh, sad to me I know. Like, people need to see this movie yeah uh, it wasn't you know what for for an australian film this was not at cinemas not that i knew of anyway i think it might have been no nah, i didn't fucking know about it it might have been in like Newtown, one screening only type like of thing. Like a dandy, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, this wasn't widely released. And I, th- I, that shits me so much that the cinemas would do that. I mean, uh, like, that's the other thing. Like, Australia doesn't support its own movies as well. Yeah. Yeah, which, which oh, fucking pisses me off, man. Yeah. Um, this is a movie that I'm, I, I want to go and buy. Yeah. On Blu ray. Um, and spend money on because it deserves it. Yeah, I, w- I watched it on Prime, and I'm considering like just just throwing some shekels at it. Yeah, yes, yeah, so I, I watched it on Prime as well. But yeah, I feel guilty for watching it on Prime. You know? Yeah, it's like I want to I want to give you twenty bucks or whatever. Yeah, I'll give you fucking fifty. <laughs> yeah. Um, last question before we get into spoilers, and this is something that you kind of brought up earlier. Yep. Is this a horror film for you? I feel like it's more of a history movie mm-hmm. or, or like a drama. I mean, the things that happen are terrible mm-hmm. and horrific in that sense, but I don't know if it's there to scare you. If that, mm. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's 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 your interpretation, man. You can say it's not horror. I'm not gonna argue. I, I didn't feel like it was horror to me. Okay, I I can, I can see where someone would think it was, but yeah. See, the thing with me is I put this into the horror camp because in my here's my thing about horror movies. Horror mm. movies are made to scare you or disturb you. That's okay. a, that's what I've all, uh. or, or or disgust you or make you uncomfortable. That's what I've always gone through. And this movie deeply disturbed me. It unsettled me at scenes and really, really bothered me. So I, and I'm not saying this is 
as horror as The Conjuring or as horror as um, Halloween. It's, but, it's definitely not a clear cut. Horror. No, it, it's it's a multi genre type film, but mm. I would put this somewhat in the horror camp because of the graphic nature it shows, much like Lords of Chaos. Yeah. And yeah. you know, I, I can I can talk about is this horror or not, but you know what? I'm going to leave it for the pros. Go and listen to the Friday Nightmares podcast. They do a whole episode on this movie and Lords of Chaos, and the whole basis of that that podcast is is this horror and. Okay. They fucking nail it. They, they're spot on with their thoughts on it. So go listen to the episode one of the Friday Night Miss podcast if you want more info on if this movie is horror or not. Um, okay, well, let's give our final thoughts, our score, and we will go into spoiler field. Sure. So do you want to go first or you want me to go first? Um, up to you. I don't care. All right, I'll, I'll go first. Okay. Um... So I said earlier that this movie didn't make it in my top 10 of last year because of rewatchability. Um, <laughs> I've changed my top 10 of last year. This movie is now sitting at my number two spot. Wow. What beat it? Uh, what do you mean? What's the number one? Just curious. Oh, Lords, Lords of Chaos. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, that won't change. Ah. Um, yeah, man, this, this second viewing, I had such... A, a much deeper appreciation for this film. Um, I, I, I think this movie's perfect. And for me, it's a 10 out of 10. Um, I fucking loved it. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. So, your thoughts? Well, the last one I gave a 9. And this was better. <laughs> oh, are you doubling up? Yeah, 10 out of 10. Wow. Fuck yes. Yeah. That is awesome. This is... Uh, an amazing movie, an important movie. Yeah. Um, like it really like like it's it's a hard watch. Um but I think it's a necessary watch. It, yeah, definitely. Like I think they should show this in fucking history classes. <laughs> no, fuck it, man. It's what happened. It's what they yeah, did. Well, I know, I know. If they can get away the graphic nature, I, I don't see why they wouldn't. Like you want to show what you want to show why we give a shit. This is why, because this is what happened. This is a slice of what happened. Mm-hmm. This is one indigenous person story. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. How many were there? Like how many were there? Like him? Like, and her? Like even like just or or just women in general? Like, um, it. Uh, it's so good and so poignant and. So well made. She did an amazing job. She's like, fuck female directors. She's one of the best directors. Like, oh yeah, I agree. Like fucking genitals ain't got nothing on like to do with this. Like she's just <laughs> amazing. Um, everybody acted their dicks off. Everybody like, um, everyone that put it together, like production, all that shit did. Great. I, I don't know what you would do to make this movie better. and I don't think you can. I, th- I think it brings up <laughs> films as a whole. Like, uh, for like a, a new mark to make historic movies by. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, I think you said it perfectly when you said this is an important film. Yeah. And the, the fact that fuck all cunts watched it uh, makes me sad. Yeah, it upsets me too. 
Um, if more eyes were on this film, I think it would have done really, really well. Mm. I, and I really hope it brings some fucking compassion because I think that's what it was trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Um, I will say this. This is now my favorite Australian film of all time. <gasps> wow. Out of, out of, um, over Crocodile Dundee too. I've never seen that, but yes. <laughs> Over the Blinky Bill movie? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I've never seen that. I haven't seen like every single Australian horror film, but I dare, <laughs> I dare someone to tell me a better Australian horror film than Nightingale. Okay. I, I don't think there is one, in my opinion. Uh, I can't think of one. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right. Uh, we will jump now into spoiler-filled discussion because this yeah, one if, deserves if, it. If you haven't seen The Nightingale, go fucking... Don't just listen. <laughs> fucking go watch it. Go throw us some money if you have it. If not, you know, do what you gotta do. But, you know... Yeah, um, yeah go watch this movie. It's it's important. It's on Prime. If you've got Prime, just watch it. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Spoiler-filled. Spoiler alert, oh yeah, oh yeah. Spoiler alert, oh yeah. Spoiler alert, oh yeah, oh yeah. Spoiler alert, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Spoiler alert, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert, yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert, yeah. Oh man, <laughs> so many things. Ah. Uh. Go for it. Oh, just like... Alright, so it starts off pretty rapey. <laughs> pretty rapey. Pretty Fuck. rapey. Yeah. <laughs> like, um... But it's like, it's not... It's not really like... She's not like completely naked or anything. It's really not sexualized. It just looks awful. Yeah. Like, like... Let's be real. Sometimes you see rape scenes and they're like really sexualized. Yeah, that's true. But this one is like you. It doesn't sound bad. You can't jack off to this. No, <laughs> like you really can't. Like it's it's a really not. It's just awful. You just feel bad for her. And she just has that fucking dead look in her eyes, which is just like mwah, such acting. Like so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agree. Like it's it's all. It's implied without implying it as well. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, you don't really see anything. You just see pain. Yeah. Um, and it's awful. And it's hard to watch. And uh, you just immediately feel bad for her. And then, like, fuck, man. Like, what do you... Like, just the baby? That was the toughest scene for me. That crunch? Yeah. Yeah, it, oh man, okay, baby baby stuff in film is really tough for me to watch. Yeah. Um, for obvious reasons. This one, this one was, like, uh, okay, compare it to Mother. Mother yeah. was, was a lot more gruesome and brutal. This one, the, the Nightingale impacted felt, me more. Felt real, it felt heavier. Exactly, exactly. And, and to think that this shit actually happened, it fucking, it makes my blood boil, you know? Yeah. It really pissed me off. And Goddamn English. Oh, man. Like, okay. Going back to acting, like, the acting in this is so good because 
you absolutely hated this you group of people. Hate them. Yeah, I, I can't think. Uh, give me a give me a villain you hated more in another film. I, I off the top of my head, I can't think of one. I really can't. Um, I, I'm sure there would be something, but yeah. Um, but yeah, just this is so fresh and like, um, like I was already kind of tired from like the 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 Babadook, which is also a good exhausting movie. Yep. Um, this one, I think I was just like, I was just, I was ruined. I, I didn't want to watch Cargo, <laughs> but I watched oh, it anyway. I, yeah, I understand. Like, I was tired after watching these. Like, it was just, I'd cried so much. Like, ugh, I think I ran out of tears at the end. Did Steph watch this with you? No, she'd apparently seen them before. She has? Yeah. Both of them? Like this mm-hmm. one? Oh, what did she think of the Nightingale? Uh, she thought the Nightingale was really good, um, but I, I, she didn't say anything to like not spoil it, to keep it spoiler free for me. Ah, oh, okay, okay, yeah, um, yeah. Also, necks. Fuck, man. If you're sensitive to necks in this fucking movie, necks. Like, yeah, this, everyone gets fucked up in the neck. <laughs> like first, old mate gets shot in the neck. Oh, yes, yeah, and that's true. there's, like, so many spears through the neck. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, man, protect your neck. That's oh, true. Damn. Um, yeah, going back to the, the rape as well, the rape of the um, Aboriginal woman. Which one? Oh, yeah, that one made me cry so much. That one was terrible. I I think it hurt me the most because of when she was taken, like, the, 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 the little child. The kid was there, yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, fucking hell. Like, oh, Fuck these people. <laughs> Fuck yeah, the I mean, English. That's, it's what happened. It, it's what happened to any, like, uh, people that were colonizing, you know? Yeah. When, yeah. The, when the Romans did it and they spread their empire, when the um, when the Huns did it and they spread their... Like, do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. uh, it's all part of history. It's happened to a lot of people. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's... It's hard. It's rough. It is. It is. Um, I want to talk about the the character of Billy again. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> because it just blows my mind that this was his first ever acting experience. Um, I really, I think he did such a great job of of the whole Aboriginal um, dialect and yeah. everything that happens in the movie that he sees is so heartbreaking. The one scene where where he meets, they both meet up with the um the, the elder, gang? elderly couple. Oh and yeah, okay. Yeah, the, the man oh, invites yeah. him into the table, and he just he breaks down, says, "This is my country." Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna cry again. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know. It's hard. This movie was hard, and it's <laughs> legit. <laughs> I bet you have a tear rolling down your eye right now. No. <laughs> Do you? Maybe. <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. It's yeah, it's hard because he's 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 not wrong. Yeah, he's such a good representation for like all the indigenous people and their whole plight in this movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh man. Like and like he finds out he was the last one of his whole tribe. Oh. And then, yeah. and then the other dude was the last one of his whole tribe, and then they just killed him, and now that tribe's gone. Yeah, right? 
What the? And how they just thought it was nothing, just a joke. Yeah, and then they were cutting his head off. I mean, that's one punch they pulled. They didn't show you, like, getting his head cut off well, for a trophy. I mean, they didn't need to. No. Where I feel... I feel that if they showed their head being cut off, it would have been... Too much. Yeah, for what, what I was saying before. For 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 talk... Um, for argument talk, you know? Yeah, like, it... it the, the violence it showed... The most violent thing it showed was the soldier getting killed. I think. Yeah. Yeah, which um, was which was which rough, but so I satisfying. Wanted it. I wanted it so bad. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, like, here's the thing. Because he was my most hated guy because of, he killed the baby. Mm. But you could see that he didn't want to do it and he's only doing what orders. Like, yeah, but he still was, fucking did it. <laughs> I know, I know. But at the so same time... I had time, no sympathy. <laughs> I, see, I did a little bit because as much as I hated him for doing what he did it, he didn't mean it, and the only reason he did it was so that he wouldn't die as well. Because if yeah. he didn't do it, he's basically going to be shunned from the, the, the group. Yeah, I, I get it. And, like, he was, like, they, they did show him as the most pissed as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he obviously wasn't thinking clearly. I mean, they were all drunk, but he was, like, going to vomit. Like, Yeah, that's true. So, um, yeah. What did you think about the outcome of the? But it was just it was it was satisfying for her, and I think I think she was doing such good acting that you just you were with it, like you were with I was with her, like mm-hmm. I'm like yeah fucking get him, like yeah yeah. Mm. Um, what did you think of the the outcome of the antagonist, like the main the main bad guy? I wanted him to suffer more. <laughs> That, yeah, so did I, but then I thought about it and I'm like... I, but he I won. Feel like, he, he got what he, he deserved, but if we got, for I don't know, for example, if he got his head chopped off or something like that, it would have been like, yeah, but this is more realistic yeah. than if they stopped and cut his head off. And that would be another thing that they would just put in there for a talking thing. I mean, I honestly would have been happy with him being shunned, like how he was shunned in the, in that meeting, because it felt like she'd basically fucked his whole life up and he'd have to live Ye- as a shit cunt. Yeah. Yeah. But we never really got an outcome of that. We never real like, we never found out if... Well, you, you kind of find out that it didn't really fucking matter anyway. Yeah. Because he was Because he goes up girl. and he's banging some whore. And I don't mean that in, like, girls a horse sense. I mean that in, like, she's quite obviously a prostitute sense. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, yeah, it was good. I'm glad he fucking died. I'm glad Billy did that. And I mm-hmm. like, I, I don't know. I, I thought the ending was really good, too. Well, okay, what did you think about the ending? Because my, my first view, when I saw yeah. it, I was like, oh, was that it? It's whatever you want it to be. It can be he died. It can be they got, you know... It can be whatever. But what do you what, what do you what do you, you think happened? I hope he survived. <laughs> I hope but I don't know, man. It's also like colonial ass Australia times. Fucking it ain't good to be that colour. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell man. Oh Like even if he did survive, he was still gonna have a shit cunt life because he is an Aboriginal. You love the word cunt. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Australia pride, I guess. 
Um, yeah, man. Look, this was a really rough movie, but so good. And now talking so about they, it, they said cunt a lot in this movie. I was like, yeah, that is true. So it is very Australian. Move cunts. <laughs> <laughs> um, talking about this makes me want to go and rewatch it again. Same. Um, um, do you have anything more to add, Eddie? Oh, we didn't even talk about that kid, little kid. Yeah, he's dead. Tell you, Eddie. That yeah, so, that little. That's that's who you're talking about, isn't it? The little, little kid? kid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, th- when he he's was like, killed, I'll call you darky for you, sir. <laughs> when he was, because I was kind of rooting for him, you know. As as bad as it sounds, I kind of wanted him to. Because he's a kid, he doesn't know any better. Yeah. Yeah, but when he is killed, that just solidified my hatred for yeah. this big, big bad guy. Yeah. Um. Fuck. What else? You know, you learn a bit of like bit about indigenous culture and stuff, like mm-hmm. getting their food and the, seeing the wallabies and shit, and uh, how they hunt when they put on their warrior makeup and shit. Yeah. Yeah. So like, it's a real, how they it's a, how yeah. they deal with criminals and shit like that. Um, yeah. like it was good. Like I wish we knew more. The the dialogue in this mu- movie is so good. Like um, when she's asking Billy about um about um if they have any bad guys in his tribe, yeah. and he's there saying um we didn't fix them, we killed them. Yeah, just little lines like that, just so well written. It uh. There, there wasn't much word waste. No, no, definitely not. Definitely not. Um, and doing my awards was really tough because I was thinking best line and I'm like, oh, there are so many lines that I could pick and I don't know yeah. what to pick. So fucking just half the things Billy says is great. Yeah. And <laughs> well, spoiler alert, it is one of the words that Billy says that okay. won, won my word, won my award. So, so there's that. Mm. Um, yeah, okay, so is there anything else you want to add before we wrap this one up? Uh, I feel like I'm missing so much, but like... I know, but like, after we finish this, I'll be thinking, oh shit, we didn't even cover that, we didn't cover this. But right now, I'm drawing a blank a little bit. Just the, the soundtrack as well, like, you've been camping. <laughs> Fucking sounds like the bush. Oh, yeah, okay, I get what you're saying now. <laughs> I'm like, no, I didn't like, sing like her. The soundscape. No, you <laughs> fucking weren't cracking out Irish tunes. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, yeah, it sounds I mean, like the bush, you are right. That that said too, uh, her voice was fucking spectacular. Yeah, now... She had I really good control. I didn't check on trivia if that was actually her doing it or, or what the go was, but yeah... Um, and and Billy too. Billy had good fucking like good voice as well. All, all the songs were really good. Yeah. I uh, don't get me wrong, I'm not about Spotify or anything, but like in the context of the movie. <laughs> oh yeah, it works for the movie. Um I'm Blackbird. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Every every line he says just it makes me giggle a tiny bit, and I know I shouldn't be giggling at what he says because that's so accurate. Yeah. But just every time, <laughs> white fella, black fella, <laughs> just <Yeah. laughs> made me laugh a little bit. They don't and, mince uh, words. <laughs> sorry? 
Indigenous people don't like the mince words. They just yeah. fucking say it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> um, do you want to go into the awards right now and we'll wrap the show up? Uh, what else was it? There was like... Oh, the Tassie Devil noises were real cool. I didn't even notice that. Uh, the ones... Oh, I don't know if I could do it, but where it's like... Like all I that did, shit. I didn't even notice that. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, they had a lot of that. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, because I didn't write many notes. There's not much. I know. I know, because it's one of those movies where you watch it again and it's, yeah. <laughs> you, um, you'll, notice, you'll notice so many <laughs> other things. Okay. Fuck, this phone is pissing me off today. Sorry. Oh, just like... And the... I don't know. It, just, it reminded me of going camping a lot, this whole movie. Yeah. Like, that, that tea-stained water we have, like how it's like brown in our uh-huh. rivers. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like that's... Uh, I don't know. That's super Australian to me. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Nah, I ain't got nothing else. We'll do awards. All right. It's just All great. Right. It's just so good. <clears throat> it is. I think it's safe to say that we definitely... Like yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just a little bit. Just a little bit. All right. Well, let's jump into awards. Yeah. So, best actor. Do you want to go first or you want me to go first? Go first. I don't mind. All right. Well, obviously, I had the character of Billy played by Bakali Gunabar. Honestly, <laughs> same. Oh, really? Fucking killed it. Yeah. Killed it. I, I think what solidified that award for me was, was finding out that he... This was his only acting experience. I was just blown away by that. So, yeah, he, he um he had it for me before that. But yeah, I just thought it was great. Everything <laughs> uh, he said was fucking great. Yeah. Uh, worst actor. Um, for me, I had no one. I could not put anyone down in this movie. Yeah, I had no one too. I is that the director in the carriage? Was that her? Uh, well, it might have no. That's like, very, oh, can't let this bitch on. Yeah, it might have been, actually. Because um, I know what Jennifer Kent looks like. Because and... I was like, I made a note that, like, no offense. <laughs> Sorry. But I was like, that chick looks like a dude. <laughs> 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 and then, like, when I was on IMDb, and, like, I looked up Jennifer Kent, I'm like, oh, fuck, I think that was the chick in the carriage. You might be right, actually. I'll, um, I'll go search it up in a second. Yeah. Um... Okay, best scene. For me... <laughs> I don't know, my, my best scene is the baby kill. And yeah. the reason why Rough. is because it is so impactful. It really messed me up. It really bothered me. Um, and it's... it's When I think of this movie, I'm like, Oh, fuck that fucking movie. So that is my best scene. I have two. Yeah, go for it. Um, I think the the um the I'm Island you bloody England scene that yep. little that conversation and that leads to like him opening up and telling his stories and stuff yeah 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 um I think that's great uh, just a just heavy dialogue fucking just good acting both parts mm-hmm. like it's like them coming together yeah yeah in uh, their like uh, hatred of English. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, again another Billy scene uh, the chain gang one like where uh, he's telling him that they're dead and he has to just hold it in 
Mm -hmm. And they just kill them. Just for fucking shits and giggles. Not just the one, just all of them. <clears throat> just to kill them. Yeah. Which is um, stupid, because now you have to drag them back. No, no, they don't. They just left them there. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's they would have just left them there. You saw the ones hanging in shit. They don't give a fuck. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. Uh, okay, worst scene. <laughs> worst? My, my worst scene uh, was the baby kill. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I know I just said that's my best scene. But, okay, look, there is not a scene in this movie where I think is out of place or shouldn't be there or it's bad. But the baby scene is just so rough for me that when I watch it, I'm like, oh my fuck, I hate it so much. So it is my best and worst scene. Uh, maybe the rando one where they rock up and they're like, horn sisters that way. <laughs> the what? the two random couples, the, 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 the random couple that walks past her. Yeah, I, I, no, I feel I feel that and was it, needed I because know. oh no, it's totally needed, but like oh. just nothing happens in it. I'm like whatever. Oh okay, <laughs> okay. You think it's a throwaway a little bit? Yeah, like I don't know. Like uh, if I'm looking for a worse scene, I don't. There's any bad scenes in the movie? Agreed. Yeah. Um, but like as far as like does anything happen? Not really. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Best line. Uh, for me, you you spoke about it just a second ago when. Hmm. When he's saying, you England, and she's saying, I'm Ireland. You bloody England, I'm Ireland, all that stuff. Yeah. And he ends it with, with, with her, like, saying, I'm, I'm Ireland, and I hate the English and all that stuff like that. I hate England. I hate the feckin' English. <laughs> and yeah. he's lying at the end of it, where he shakes his head and just goes, bloody white people. <laughs> just I made me lose my shit. And that's my favourite line in this movie. I liked, um, again, also a Billy one. <laughs> Uh, I like the I'm still here you white bastards I'm not going anywhere I'm home oh that was powerful yeah yeah yeah. see like man there is so and I only look man I only chose bloody white people because it made me laugh but there are so many more important lines that I probably should have chosen but also like the what was it like we're still here or we're alright the thing they kept repeating um when uh, she was having like a nightmare after she killed that dude. Oh, you put me on the spot. I can't think right now. Fuck. It's like we're all right or something like that. I don't know. But like the the husband oh, comes back and he's saying yeah, it. Yeah, and... I know. I know what you're talking about. I can't think of the scene right now. Yeah. I mean, guess that's sort of horror, right? Like I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's a ghost. So. Mm. <laughs> uh, best so... kill. Um. For Ooh. me, this one goes to Jago. Yeah. The, ki- the yeah. kid that killed the baby. Um, brutal, but satisfying. So satisfying. <laughs> I would have to agree, but I'm going to pick another one as well. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, fuck. Best kill. I like the... I honestly think that the husband was just like, wow, out of, out of fucking nowhere. It just threw oh, the really? fucking throat. Yeah. You didn't see it coming? I saw it coming, but, like, it was just still brutal. Yeah. Like, and then, like, shortly after the baby, but I don't, I don't want to give the baby kill. Let's <laughs> kill. Oh, yeah, I didn't even think of the baby but, kill. But, I don't know, yeah, maybe, actually, it's probably the baby kill. <laughs> the baby mm. kill is the most brutal, man. It, oh, it's... It, it was when I was like, you know when you're like, oh, this movie's not fucking around. <laughs> oh, shit, no. It's no. like the head in in a movie where someone loses their head and has a peanut allergy. <laughs> you know what actually 
Actually, I'm going to change my worst scene from yeah. the baby being killed to when you see the baby on the floor. Just dead. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, oh man, that fucking really, really bothers me. So much, man. Mm. I'm getting all teary now. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well that is it for The Nightingale. Please go and watch this film. It's so important. Yeah. And uh, listen to the Friday Nightmares pod- uh, podcast. Um, their review on it. They really do a good job on it, so check that out. Okay. Um, okay, so that is it for this episode of Horror for Dummies. Thank you for joining us. Um, I never say this, but I really always should. We are proud members of the Padded Room Network. Um, and we have been... <laughs> old school. Uh, we have been for, fuck, ever since we started in 2017. So I, I really got to get, get, get around to thanking them more often. But yeah, thank you so much to the Padded Room guys. Yeah. Um, if you like our shit... Please give us a five-star written review on Apple Podcast. Uh, we will be doing another competition soon. Soon. Um, oh, I'll shit. Figure it out. I still haven't sent that prize pack off. <laughs> Get Sorry. on that. So, no, I went... I, I talked to her the other day. I went on the weekend to do it, and they were all closed. So I have to do it tomorrow. Yeah, um, funny that on Easter... <laughs> well, Easter Saturday wasn't a public holiday, so... <laughs> all right. Um, and it was it was only closed because of this coronavirus bullshit. Uh, uh, uh. Um, so yeah, we'll get around to that. But yeah, Daniel Damage yep. Daniel has sort of a really cool uh, new prize pack that he wants to uh, put forward. Um, yeah. Do you want to talk about that now or later or? We'll do it once we figure out what they're going to do to enter. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. But it's really cool. So we'll talk about that when we decide. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, next week. Next week, we are going to be joined, finally, by Scott and Heather from the Friday Nightmares podcast. We're going to be talking about a film that uh, you wouldn't usually see in the horror section. Um, That film is The Terminator. The original Terminator from, I believe it was 1984. A big swinging dick Arnie movie. Oh, man. I'm going to watch it as soon as we finish recording now. Um, (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm like Big Kev. Um, totally. <laughs> but yeah, no, we're going to be joined by those guys and we're going to be asking them the question. They're the experts on if this is horror or not. And we're going to be asking them, is the Terminator horror? Because I have a few arguments to say that this is somewhat a horror film. Don't show your hand, mate. Don't show my hand. What? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Don't spoil it. <laughs> All right. Uh, beyond that, have you got anything else to add, Damage Daniel? I've been, I've been doing I've been doing that all week by the way alright well this is it thank you so much for joining us we'll be back next week um, catch up with the uh, dead pics on Netflix we'll be doing our new one which is on cargo mm-hmm. um, we'll be recording that in like five minutes yeah so, <laughs> so it'll be coming out soon um, but beyond that that is it from us say goodbye Daniel goodbye Daniel As I went to walk in one morning in May, I met a young couple so fondly did stray. 
And one was a young maid so sweet and so fair And the other was a soldier and a brave grenadier And they kissed so sweet and comforting as they come to each other They were darling along the road like sister and brother Knapsack, he took a fine fiddle. He played her such merry tunes that you ever did hear. He played her such merry tunes that the valley did ring. And softly cried a fair maid as the nightingale sings. And they kissed so sweet and comforting as they come to each other. They went arming along the road like sister and seven long years drinking wines and strong whiskies instead of strong beers and if ever I return again twill be in the spring and we'll both sit down together love to hear the nightingale sing and they kiss so sweet and comforting as they come to each other they went arming along the road like sister Says the soldier, however can that be? For I've my own wife at home in my own country, and she is the finest little maid that you ever did see. And they kissed so sweet and comforting as they come to each other. They went arming along the road like sister and Down together, love to hear the night.